Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Here on the second episode of 2019 on To The Point, we've got the newest Dancing With The Stars troop member. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. All right, you guys, welcome on to The Point with Kristen Burt. We are so excited to have this guest in studio with us today. And, of course, we want to thank Dance Network and Popcorn Talk for sponsoring us here. But we've got to introduce the newest Dancing with the Stars troop member. And I'm going to say the American version of his name, and then I'm going to let him do the amazing and lyrical Russian version of his name. It's that good. All right. So welcome to the show, of course, Vlad Kvartin. How are you? Or Great. Kvartin you. also. Kvartin. Kvartin. Vladislav Kvartin. Do your full name. The, the whole thing. The full name because it's so good. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's do Vladislav Nikolaevich Kvartin. I love that. <laughs> that sounds so great. I mean, it's so easy to say. It's no? so easy to say if you are fluent in Russian. Right. <laughs> Not for someone like me who's just like, Vlad is good. <laughs> that works. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is my first talk show. So I thank you love for this. You know, breaking that. Thank you. I know. I hope this goes well for us. Oh, no. This is awesome. I can't <laughs> wait. All right. Well, I always like to ask with troop members because it's really interesting. Everyone comes to the show uh, in a very different way. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's a, an audition that happens. Yeah, yeah. Other people are scouted at one of the tours or mm-hmm. someone's been scouted at Derek's tour. Maybe you were scouted at Val's tour, perhaps. Right. Um, how did it come about for you? Um I mean, I obviously have a relationship with Val and Max. They were my very first dance teachers since I was eight years old. So I've known them literally all my life. Mm -hmm. They're family, friends. Um, They were actually, at the time when I was, uh, about a year ago, I would say, I reached out to Val and I asked him, is there any possible way to reach out one of the producers and Dancing with the Stars and, you know, maybe have an audition or some kind of interview that I could put myself in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I was just, I was only strictly ballroom dancing. I was competing. I was traveling. At the same time, I was also studying. I went to college and I was still trying to figure out what I really wanted to do, but I kind of had a feeling that I wanted, you know, I wanted to be out in LA. I wanted to do something bigger than just you know, competing and, and just staying in dirty Jersey, I guess I would say. <laughs> okay. um, All of Jersey now is like, wait a minute. <laughs> I love Jersey. I love Jersey. I have nothing against Jersey. I'm just saying that it, um, I just wanted to create something more with my my career. So I reached out to Val and I asked him if he could reach out to one of the producers. And he reached out to Ashley. Who, Ashley Edens. Ashley Edens. Yep. Um and we were willing to actually put me in one of the very low-key exclusive uh, auditions for Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And I came out to LA right away, um, did a little bit of an interview, did some dancing. And then a few months later, Mandy Moore reached out to me and she actually asked me to do a workshop with her in New York City mm-hmm. um, for a show. And that happened show. over the summer, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because okay. she's building a show right now currently. And... Uh, I was privileged 
absolutely privileged to be a part of that. And I had no idea that was actually part of my, you know, audition. audition. They just, uh, Mandy just reached out because obviously she's one of the choreographers for Dancing with the Stars. And uh, she just wanted to see how well I could do with her energy and her people and her choreography. And how did you do? I mean, obviously, well, you got the job. I mean, but... was I stressing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. Mandy Moore, I think what people, uh, once you encounter her, first of all, she's the loveliest person Absolutely ever. Absolutely the loveliest. Super yeah. nice. But when it's time to work, it's time to work. And there's yeah. b- the business side of Mandy, too. And she's like, all right, we got to do this. Right. Here we go. Right. Yeah. She's. But she also creates a very nice environment, you know what I mean? Everybody really wants to contribute as much as possible to the show, to whatever she's doing. And um, when I was out there in New York, it was great. It was, it was absolutely one of the best times I've had creating with somebody and create, being in a room with so many creatives and so many talents. I mean, I was in a room with incredible dancers. I know Robert Roldan was Robert, there. Yes. Brandon was Brandon there. Brandon was there. Emily Crouch was there. Um, just a bunch of incredible, talented, beautiful dancers that I was a privilege, again, to be just a part of that energy and a part of that creative room. And it actually it went, it went very well. It went very well. I think this is a good example, too, for people. A lot of people don't realize sometimes you're going to an audition where you're actually going to a studio and you go in one by one and you give your name and you do your dance or you do your dance with a group of people. But other times you do have a job that's actually an audition for another job. And exactly. that happens a lot in this industry. And I don't think a lot of people realize our, our industry is very very strange and it's very strange networking and it's relationships exactly exactly exactly. and i think i was lucky enough to be put in that position and honestly it worked out it worked out and i'm very blessed that it did work out and uh so after having all those little you know i had that interview in la then i had that workshop with mandy moore and then literally so i actually i did a cross country from new jersey to la i don't know if you know this i drove you did. <laughs> I literally dropped. Well, I picked up my bag. when did you get the phone call for? Because the season. I got the phone call on my birthday. Which is? On August 31st. Wow. So you only had a couple of weeks. So I moved out just about a week and a half before my birthday. And not knowing that I was solidified for Dancing with the Stars. But that's the thing. I just, I knew I had something greater. You know, better, just greater things to do in L.A. And. I took the chance, I took the risk, not really knowing I was going to be on Dancing with the Stars, but I was ready to make that move, come out to LA, whether I had to teach, you know, um, start grinding more with auditions and, and being more just intertwined with my agency. Um, but it just, it worked out. It really did work Holy out. And I, literally, did you have any hints that maybe they're thinking about you right. for, sometimes you get those subtle hints, like make yourself available possibly. None of that. Just my gut. All right. Your gut was just, telling just you the right thing. Just my gut and my heart. And I just followed it. Because we've had, I think it was Britt Stewart, she said, I signed my contract in my car. Sometimes they call you so oh. last minute for, uh, and this was when she first joined mm-hmm. the troupe. I don't want to talk about it. It wasn't this past yeah. season. But she said, you know, sometimes it just comes at that last minute. They need that extra person. You're it. Yeah. They're ready for you. And, I mean, I did have, a, obviously, working with Mandy Moore and knowing who she is as, as, as a choreographer, that definitely, you know, hinted a little bit. But nothing is solidified ever. It's never promised ever. until they give you that piece of paper they, yeah. and tell you to sign it. Exactly. And exactly. And it worked out. And again, I'm so grateful and blessed. And this year has been one, 
last year has been one mm-hmm. of the greatest years. And uh, just being on Dancing with the Stars is dream come true. Seriously, I've been watching this show since season two, since Max was on it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> since Max was on and it. And you were a baby at that point, right? I was right? a baby. I was like nine years old. Oh, my gosh. Nine years, ten years old, watching Max dance. Well, it was kind of amazing when you think about it, too, how significant your friendship and relationship with Max and Val mm-hmm. has been for your career and your whole life because they basically raised you on the dance side. They did, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I, mo- I moved to America when I was six years old, and it just so happened to be I was literally a town over their studio, their dance studio. It was like one town over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since it's a very Russian, like a traditionally Russian thing to put your kids into like a Russian art school of where course. you're playing the violin, the piano, you go to math class, you go to dance class, you go to Russian. So it's like... Very well-rounded. I like yeah, it. <laughs> they love all that. So I was kind of just dropped in the school in Saddlebrook, New Jersey, in the studio, literally in the middle of a cemetery, a horse farm, <laughs> And, uh, and a, a train track literally surrounded. It's just like in the middle of nowhere, but like one of the most incredible places growing up for me personally. And um, out of all those things that I've done, whether it was, you know, piano, violin, math, Russian school, singing, um, dancing stuck with me. And they were the ones that really guided me throughout so many years. And they were the ones that were there by my side for so many years. So, again, huge mentors, huge inspirations. I'm so grateful to have, you know, those relationships with them. Yeah. I want to know what Max brought to your dancing career and what Val brought to your dancing career because they're two different types of teachers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There was a laugh there. So, all right, let's start with Max. I mean, Max, Max was very straight up. I think he wasn't afraid to, like... (laughs) Tell you it's bad and do it again. <laughs> yeah, but you, like a little bit of a smack in the back of the head too. Okay. You know what I mean? Like get get your stuff together. You got this, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, Val was more emotionally engaged. Like he will emotionally mess you up if you don't do the right thing. <laughs> so it's like two different types of styles of, of teaching, but both brought the best out of me, honestly. Both brought the best out of me and I was able to, you know, stay in that school and be in that school for as long as possible until... Dancing with the Stars stole them. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? I do love this photo of yes. you and oh Max. Oh, my God. Look at these mugshots. That's <laughs> on the internet I pulled it off of, yes. so <laughs> you can thank the internet for that one, of course. How old are you there, uh, approximately? Ten. Ten. Ten years old, yes. After a competition. This was actually, we were doing uh, um, Good Morning America for Dancing with the Rising Stars. Ooh. Yes. And Kiki Nemchik was also on it. Um, I was on it and another couple was on it as well. And it was more of a, like, they were trying to try out. It was actually one of the first Dancing with the Stars juniors. It was like a little prototype, I would say. I love that. Which yeah. they wound up doing um, a version of because Brittany Cherry mm-hmm. and Brandon Armstrong won that on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is yeah. funny to to go back and watch <laughs> after all of that. Uh, how many years did you compete? Because you were you were in it. You were in I the was thick of it. Completely in it. Yeah, I uh, I just stopped about a year ago. I'm 23 now. I stopped 22. Do you miss it? I do. I do. It's it's very different. You know what I mean? Commercial dancing and, mm-hmm. and competing and ballroom dancing is completely two different animals. I think um, I just miss really really training 
and really practicing and really like constantly building on a type of dance form that you build yourself with with your partner i guess it's like some kind of thing that you train every single day and i just i miss doing the rumble walk let's put it that way you know what i mean like really train training the basics basics you know what i mean like technical mechanical things that you won't really do in the commercial industry yeah and having that clean technique is that clean technique that's the biggest thing that i think i miss uh and also yes competing also you know and and traveling traveling that's the other weekends ballroom couples travel all Mm -hmm. over the globe it's unbelievable the commitment that you have to have when you are competing seriously right right traveling is you know to go to you have to go over internationally you have to go to england you know what i mean blackpool is that's a major tell us your experience of blackpool because i love (laughs) just even watching the blackpool hall and everyone all dressed Mm -hmm. up and competing to me it's just so gorgeous Mm -hmm. and extravagant and epic it really it's like the history of ballroom right there in that room it is it's very beautiful and it's very um it's gorgeous it's absolutely i mean the type of couples that come to that competitions are they're the best you know what i mean Mm -hmm. blackpool if you're dancing blackpool you have to be the best to make that final to make even that semi-final those these couples are incredible and i mean my experience (laughs) um i just remember it's tiny little hotel rooms um always constantly raining um cold and gray (laughs) cold and gray (laughs) you know cold time is like five in the morning you have to be up and ready and compete and ready for four consecutive days just like that non-stop non-stop um but yeah it's it's a beautiful thing and i i've learned a tremendous amount just i mean i've only been to black Bull, honestly only twice but that's still impressive <laughs> come on <laughs> uh so my actually three times not twice mm. three times sorry i take that back there you go um uh, but the second time I went around, I was actually I did significantly better. I made uh, the semifinals in under twenty one, which was uh, surreal. You know what I mean? Because that whole ballroom is so huge, and every single round is about. I mean, it's twenty something couples on that dance floor, and you're constantly competing, and you're constantly fighting for your spot. And there's like floor craft that you have to constantly think of, and trying to stand out in the crowd of all of these amazing people. And then it's Again, it's over like 300 couples and it's over four days and you're constantly competing, competing, competing until you make, you know, the top 24, the top 12, the finale. So um, a couple of years ago, I was privileged enough to make the, the semifinal, which is 12 couples. I, I think I was eighth or ninth in under 21. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And I was just like, I just remember that whole ballroom being so spaced out and having the freedom to do your own thing and just really enjoying that moment and just really taking space, you know what I mean? So for me, I think, yeah, Blackpool is amazing. (laughs) Would you ever return to competition? Because I think sometimes people go away from it for a few years. They miss that. There's an emotional thing with with competition and working towards something. So sometimes people go back for a year or two. Right. I mean... The thing is, it's not only me, you know what I mean? I would have to have a very... Dedicated partner. Dedicated (laughs) partner. And that's the beautiful thing about... That's the other thing that I miss, you know what I mean? Because you're creating something beautiful with the partner. It's not just one solo dancer. 
it's you know it's a couple it's two people you're dancing together and you're trying to create as much chemistry as much um, magic as possible you're trying to touch move and inspire people in the audience and it's something that truly takes two special individuals together you can't create chemistry honestly it's it's something that sparks yeah yes you meet each other and you think we can make this partnership work or sometimes you probably do a chemistry test and you think not gonna (laughs) happen (laughs) you're a great dancer but two of us together not gonna work yes so i've been there been there done that and it's all natural and it's all good you know I've, i've had incredible relationships with all of my partners and i'm so grateful for all of them all of them have built a certain part of me as well mm-hmm. um but whether or not i would come back i don't really know it would really take someone very very special you never know you never know you never know and that's why i do love the the drama of ballroom competitions too i mean what happens off the fo- ballroom floor mm. is often mm. as dramatic as what happens <laughs> on the ballroom floor but um you do see that and you see couples in the moment if someone makes a mistake another partner sometimes gets angry and you see the oh, yeah. drama of them fighting through dance and their facial expressions of like, holy cow, I hope you didn't blow this for us. If anyone has the opportunity to go even to a local ballroom competition, it's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's so exciting to watch. You get all dressed up on that Saturday night and just go out there and... Yeah, I, I dig it. Absolutely. And you never know with the couples as well. Like like you said, like some, some people get really frustrated with one another. I mean, that that's just amateur hour. You know what I mean? You don't want to see that. You want to just make sure to... You the see audience somebody. wants to see it, though. <laughs> but they want to see something more professional, I would say. Like, right. I love seeing couples bumping bumping into each other. You know what I mean? Like, what, what are they going to do? Sometimes, honestly, I've seen couples switch partners mid-competition. Oh, that's cool. Like, that's awesome. Do something something like that bring something new to the to the comp- right you bumped into world. each other yeah. let's get back on track and right swap and then swap again <laughs> i want to see that now uh the, the last time i saw a big ballroom competition i was at ohio star ball and that was really oh, cool. fun to yeah. watch it really was i i love it yeah the drama of it all the is, drama the drama is, is so the best good. the drama is the best <laughs> yeah and then you start talking to people and then they start telling you the drama uh-huh. what's happening off the ballroom floor and i'm like oh it's better than bravo tv <laughs> <laughs> they you should know, make a reality they, TV show out of someone this. Someone should because I'm telling you, some of the stories, I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, let's talk about your first year on Dancing with the Stars because I, I think being that new person, that new kid on the block, yeah, there is a learning curve. And Artur talked about it uh, when he was here on the show. He said, you know, um, going from ballroom to all of a sudden doing hip hop and contemporary and everything right. else, he's he said there was definitely some things I realized that I had to work on in my own dance oh, yeah. career. Oh, yeah. And I love that, though. I love that challenge. And it only makes me better. And that's what I loved about this show this season is the fact that every single week was different. And the fact that it has so many different themes as well. One, you know, one week you're doing New York, Vegas, country, Halloween, country, Disney, Disney, you know what I mean? And it forces not forces you, but it makes you really adapt to that character and bring out that new type of personality that you Maybe never thought that you had. You know what I mean? So it only brought out the best dancer out of me. Was it challenging? Hell yeah. Was that Hell first yeah. week a little That's, overwhelming? Oh my God, I of think. Course. I was Holy that cow. new kid. I came in, but I was, again, Arthur, by the way, Arthur, shout out to Arthur. He was the man. Um, he really helped me out a lot. 
especially the first couple weeks, just guiding. I was literally his like little tail. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do now? Who do I go? You know what I mean? Like little yeah, questions, little logistical for, things, right, and like wardrobe, makeup, hair. What where's happens? that paycheck? I like. Where's that <laughs> department? <laughs> I need to sign something. <laughs> yeah. So he really helped out, but um, and it was very welcoming. You know, I didn't really. It was no racking yes mm-hmm. but it wasn't like super stressful to the point where like i'm you know going crazy i think the first show when it aired that's when it was like oh my god i'm actually doing this holy guacamole by the like, way it's this live is, it's too. live you cannot mess up you can't do like you gotta be, but i don't know i feel like the people on the show really really I, I just felt very welcoming. It felt That's kind. Good. It felt great. And the fact that Val was also on the, sh- you know what I mean, this season, um, obviously also, you know, gave me certain points and criticisms. What and was stuff. his? What was his? A little bit of advice for you, especially um, for that first week. Smile more. Have fun. It's definitely smile more. I'm not. <laughs> Just you gotta you gotta smile and you gotta find that camera. <laughs> yeah, have you find learned to? Because there are certain pros on that show that are so good at it. Jen is great at it. Oh, Jen! Is, Whitney yeah. can whip oh, her Whitney hair. Is, yeah, she's and find her camera and then <laughs> snap around and find camera four and five. And I'm like, how does she do it? She's amazing. I used to do no, like the great. Whitney head snap. I can't do it the way she does. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, honestly. Um, but yeah, that's something that I had to adapt, and I mean, you figure it out. You know what I mean? You eventually figure it out after a couple of shows, and you also rewatch your pre-tapes because you have you come into the studio, you do uh, a couple tech runs, you get the videos, and then you got to just be smart about it. You know what I mean? You rewatch the videos and make sure that you find certain moments that you feel like you want to give more to the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you do during the live show, and hopefully those cameras stay the same. Sometimes they change, sometimes they don't, but most of, most of the times they don't change. It's like an athlete going back and watching certain plays, plays and things yeah. like that. It's the same idea. Uh, was it also intimidating having the live studio audience? Because that's a big studio audience. Mm-hmm. It's three levels altogether. Mm-hmm. Were you um, nervous about that, or you're no, like, I, that I do actually, that one? That drove me better more. I feel like I'm so used to dancing to a live audience. I'm not used to dancing to a camera lens. I feel like if it was just the camera lens and no audience, that would feel even worse. Right. You know what I mean? It would feel awkward. And I'm not used to just seeing the camera and just dancing towards the camera. I'm used to like feeding off the energy from the audience. Like again, like I said, um, for me it was. I don't know. For me, it was. It was definitely more of a driving factor as opposed to like intimidating. Oh my god, there's so many That's people. Good. Yeah. Oh, what was your favorite number the entire season for season Ooh. twenty-seven? Um, I had a lot of <laughs> a lot of favorite. I had very a lot of interesting numbers for sure. Um, <laughs> Did you were you lucky enough to wear the sparkly shorts and yes, uh, yes, yes. little aerobics? Hell yeah! I was feeling myself. You I was doing to. some squats. It was <laughs> the headbands. <laughs> the headbands. They're doing uh, that on tour too, so they yeah, get so, it. That was such an effective number. I, I love the fact that they did that. Honestly, I love the fact that they fun. did that. Um, but to be honest, I loved. I I was only in one. Uh, number that I was with Val, Val and Nancy, and we did that puzzle. Uh, it was me, Rob, Arthur. We have the photo Val. of it at oh, least. Let's go. Let's see there the shirtless go. men. Yes. <laughs> Damn that that makeup department really made us. 
Look, <laughs> painting on the on abs. Point, on point. <laughs> yes. Oh, that zoom in. Thank you, Steve. Yo, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, oh, Nancy's beautiful. Yes, she. Nancy's I loved beautiful. her a lot. Awesome. I thought she could have stuck awesome. around longer. I felt um, like yeah. the audience voted her off a little too soon. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, me too. Me yeah. too. Honestly, that number was also just again coming back to the fact that I grew up with a mentor. And looking up to somebody like Val and then working alongside with them, that's just like, I just got chills right now. You know well, I, I mean? love, it's got to be a bit of your childhood sort of flashing before your eyes, thinking, right. I started here when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Now I'm here in Los Angeles with him on a show that's watched by millions of people on a broadcast network. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And both of you are not from the United States, so that is an no, American no, no, no. dream. Out of Russia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was born in, I was born in Siberia, which is literally Bumble. Kitty corner. So, for me to move out to America and to see, did you come directly from Siberia to the United States? New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And I've lived there all my life until. Literally this past August. That's a you've had, you've had some big dramatic changes. Dram- I gotta that's imagine. That's what I'm saying. Last year was a major one. It was a it was a really Siberia big to the U S. and then New Jersey to L A. <laughs> Those are two culturally very different states. Honestly, very different. yeah. I I lived in New York City a long time, and I thought when I moved out here to L A. I got this. I've already lived in a big city. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is a thing in New York. Entertainment's a thing in L.A. You get here, and I was even in culture shock. They're <laughs> right. to- they op- right. they run totally opposite Everyone's of each other. Everyone's very chill. <laughs> yes. New York, we're like, we got to get into Let's this. Let's go. We're done. <laughs> we did it yesterday in L.A. They're like, we'll get to it tomorrow <laughs> or maybe next week. <laughs> totally different. I still run on a New York East Coast vibe, though. I'm oh, a little, yeah. I still run oh, yeah. faster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, moving out to just Jersey in general and being able to work with Valance, being able to work with Max, that was just, and now being able to, you know, we went on tour a couple times as well yes. before Dancing with the Stars, which really helped out with a lot of things and just being able to get used to that whole, you know, environment of commercial dancing. Yes, it really is. And it's interesting because they, they do have such a fan base and they've been able to successfully do multiple tours, which yeah. in this day and age is very difficult. It's very admirable that what they've been able to do. Oh, yeah. So you did oh, yeah. you did Sway, you did Our Way. And, and MVP. Yes. I saw MVP here at the Nokia Theater. Let's go. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was on Mother's Day. Nice. Yeah. So really fun. And it was interesting to see because this one was so personal to their story right. and right. what they were going through. I right. thought that was beautiful. Kind of a, a nice gift to the fans, too, oh, that yeah. have followed their stories. Oh, yeah. For sure. They really got to get to know, you know, Max and Val and Peter on a different level. I think the first our way. Uh, it was m- m- more dancing, you know what I mean, and more um, ballroom dancing as well. On mm-hmm. the second tour around, it was different styles of dance, you know, contemporary hip hop, and we had jazz, and we had um, also Latin, obviously, but two different stories, but I mean, two different shows, but you know, the same type of story, the same type of let me just get to, you know, share my story to the world. And I think it was a beautiful show. And I enjoyed every single fact, you know, every single part of it. 
I've enjoyed both Max and Val's evolution, too. I think when they came on the show originally, you know, Max was like the bad boy, and he had sometimes had the temper. Yeah, yeah, until and he like, had a kid. Until he had a kid, and he's like, oh! But, or, and Peta, I think Peta had a really wonderful right. influence. I think for both of them, it's been wonderful watching them evolve as artists, but also mm-hmm. as people, and and soften up and, and be vulnerable to the yes. public. And that's not easy. Yes, it's not. It is not easy to be vulnerable because you feel exposed. <laughs> it's not. And it's, you know, I'm, <laughs> it's not easy for me either. You know <laughs> right. I mean? Yeah. But it brings, I, I think it brings another level to artistry. And I think that's yeah. what I've appreciated that they have owned up. They've made some mistakes. We all do. We're all human. Right. Um, but at the same time, it brings something different to their dancing. And yeah. I appreciate that. I like watching that. Yeah, it becomes more personal. It becomes more, uh, you know, attached to their story. And I feel like the audience could feel more from that performance when it's really personal and really, you know, out of your history, out of your family, out of your experiences. And you share that as well. You, You become vulnerable. You know what I mean? And that's where the beauty lies. And I think it's been really interesting, um... Because, and I don't want to get too political on this, but I will say that this current administration has talked a lot about immigration and things like that. So I appreciate listening to people who have come here to the United States and made their lives and built their dreams. To me, that is is such a beautiful story and being able to to change things um, if if people have come from other countries that have been challenging and difficult. Mm -hmm. And so I think them talking about that more, too, opens people's minds as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, they've paved a lot for for other people just like them. You know what I mean? I'm Mm -hmm. I'm one of them. Opening doors. Just opening doors and being able to just create something, you know, that American dream and follow that American dream out here. Um, Again, my my parents aren't dancers. They're not. uh, They're, you know, my, my dad works at a government job and my mom runs her own you know company and and it's like very but they they saw a kid that really wanted to dance and pursue their dream and Mm -hmm. uh they let me do that you know what i mean they let me do that even though they didn't really want me to do that you know what i mean they wanted me to continue going to school and follow that very safe corporate lifestyle Absolutely. Type of, you know what I mean? Become a lawyer, five. nine to five. You're a lawyer, you're a doctor. I mean, that's a Russian household. That's a <laughs> typical Russian household dream. You got one son, he's a lawyer, one son, a doctor, one daughter. You know what I mean? Like right. that type of vibe. Uh, I was like, I mean, I did go to school, though. I did go to Montclair State. I graduated in a business finance degree. Very took, helpful for the arts. Honestly, you know how to manage your finances. I know how to, yeah, I know how to count my money. This now. is good. This is good. <laughs> this is good. Uh, but yeah, I, I I took my, you know, diploma, hung it up on my fridge, and I was like, guys, listen, I love you, and I, I know what you guys are trying to do for me, but I'm, I'm going to LA. <laughs> I'm going to LA. Were they I packed disappointed my or were they supportive? Were, I'm a little bit of not disappointed. They would never be disappointed. I think they were just um, worried. Get concerned. No, concerned. That how yeah. are you going to make a living? Of course. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're on Dancing with the Stars, what but did then they it say? just yeah, it just literally the stars and the planets aligned and it was perfect. I was like, God bless. And yeah, my parents were very ecstatic, and they were. Were they very able happy. to come out and see? You they were out? actually, unfortunately, not able to come out. They were very busy with work, but next season they're going to be out there for sure. All right, so for season twenty-eight, for sure. they better yeah, be. They're in just the waiting until I'm a pro. You know what ah! I mean? They're like, "Yo, listen, <laughs> if we're actually going to take the time to come out, you better be a pro <laughs> on the <this> show." 
<laughs> got to push some other male pros that. out of the way. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I know not that. trying to wait in line. <laughs> I know it's tough. That that like the wait time of how right. long you wait and how many seasons and it happens very differently for everyone. Oh, yeah, it's for so sure. interesting. It does. It does, and you never know. You really don't know. Some people, um, you know, might act. I mean, knock on wood, like someone gets hurt. Like Max, for example, a couple of seasons ago, and then Alan was able to stand in for, for yeah. Max, and he got that opportunity, which was awesome. I'm so happy that he did get that opportunity. Um, but you never know. You honestly never knew. You just you just got to do your best. Every, every single week, every single day, you just got to do your very best and try to be overall well-rounded. Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing. You never know what is going to happen. And again, at the time when we had our tour, we didn't know if there was a spring season or not. Now you have mm-hmm. the spring season off. How does yeah. that feel? Because, I mean, you haven't been on the show long enough where you're like, we do a fall season and a spring season. Right. But I, I think for everyone, it is a little bit of an upheaval of the schedule that they've become accustomed to. Right. I mean, now I feel like the first week that I was out here in L.A., <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, snap, what's next? But fortunately enough, I was, you know, able to book a few things. And I just as long as you keep that ball rolling, you know what I mean? Keep it rolling. Keep improving your craft. Keep taking lessons. Keep uh, connecting with people. Just keep trying to be your very well best. And things will happen. You know what I mean? Things now, will happen. I know you've been teaching and coaching yes. some of our juniors, Dancing yes. with the Stars juniors. I know you've yes. worked with JT Church, who Absolutely. I, I love adore. that kid. I love that we kid. We love them so I much. I know. Kid. And he's so adorable and so talented and incredible, beautiful, bright future ahead of all of them, honestly. Um, but yeah, I was able to work with them. <clears throat> we took... Uh, him and his mom were actually just visiting for... Uh, just a couple of days, and they contacted Gleb for a dance lesson. And Gleb, Pro Dance LA, <laughs> Pro Dance LA. Uh, and unfortunately, Gleb wasn't, or fortunately, he wasn't able to come through because he had rehearsal. Obviously, last minute, mm-hmm. you know how Dancing with the Stars is with their schedules and it's stuff. It's a mess. It's, I try and get people in here sometimes, and I'm like, this is not going to work during yeah. the season. <laughs> so, uh, Mallory, who works at Pro Dance, she. Um, contacted me and asked me if I was able to come in and I came in and I started working with JT and I'm like JT you're incredible honestly it's such a pleasure I love working with kids that are actually so in it and so passionate he's such a hard worker hard working hard working and wants it you know what I mean whether it's sweat tears blood whatever it takes you he will take it and He's i, got I the love heart that for it and the heart yeah i i love going back and watching some of his dances from a few years ago mm-hmm. from so you think you can dance and seeing the improvements oh yeah he, <laughs> seeing the growth seeing the growth like... he, yeah he's such a big kid now and he was so tiny on so you think but also um I used to love watching um, because he, he would never necessarily know to point his feet if he was doing a contemporary number. And now everything's an extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the frame now from yes, taking ballroom. Yes. He he nails it in hip hop. Like he, every single genre that he tackles. Right. And you know what? It. That's so inspiring to me. That's what I love about teaching kids. Like they inspire me. And I learned something by just teaching them as well. I want to be the very best I could possibly be in every other genre. It's just, you know, just like him. You know what I mean? Like, I could look up to him as a, as a kid, and that's such a beautiful thing. That's, so, I mean, pro dance in general has those types of kids. Kids that are actually so dedicated and so willing to drop, you know, 
their school or whatever. I mean, don't drop your school. But <laughs> they're they're uh, doing school in a different way. In a, a different way. Homeschool. Yes. I know JT does kind of a charter school. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. They have to make it work exactly. within their own parameters. But JT, I thought was interesting. He said, "I tried homeschool. It didn't work for me. I wasn't getting my work done. So right. he did a like a half day charter school thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then you have Lev, who's in college. So. Right. Lev is what, 13? 13. And yeah. in college. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, these kids are absolutely amazing. And uh, I'm lucky to be able to work with them. And you're working with JT. People should like watch out. You're going to do something with yeah, JT and we're Camry, actually, right? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, so he's going to be coming in this weekend. And we're planning on just creating something, just a little bit of a. Just a little something. Just a little, little something. Right. It'll be a surprise. You know what I mean? Will it maybe, show up on social media? Yeah, maybe? Course, yeah, maybe, maybe a couple social photos. Social media, maybe a couple photos, some YouTube channels. We'll see. Okay. But look out for that. So it's JT Church and Camry Peterson, yes. correct? Yes. I, yes, ma'am. I'm a big fan of Camry. I, oh, yeah. She actually, before the show today, said, tell Vlad I said hi. She slid into my DMs. I love Cam. And I got a little excited because <laughs> I've been trying to get her on the show. We're going to try and make it work at some point in 2019. And I thought, Camry, just DM me. <laughs> I'm totally a fangirl of all these little juniors because they're so talented. It's so unbelievable. Talented. So talented. Um, who else have you trained? Because I know you've worked besides um, JT and Camry. Mm-hmm. Um, have you worked with Lev a little bit Lev too? Lev a little bit as well. Uh, great kid. Not only again, not only in ballroom, but also in contemporary and hip hop. Um, yeah, and it, it, that dance studio has has blossomed yeah it was absolutely incredible in in a matter of how many months it hasn't even been been a year has not i was at the opening and it was in the middle of summer so it it really the growth is phenomenal what elena and gleb have created in this community because it's not easy to run a studio and to keep attendance up not at all get those numbers so not at all i mean there's so i mean there's so many so many aspects that go into creating the best type of you know, bar, especially when it comes to ballroom dance studio, like that's a strictly ballroom dance studio. But they do also offer contemporary and hip hop and and ballet, which I really love, especially for ballroom dancers. Like that just opens up a completely different realm. You know what I mean? A completely different type of world for for them to experience and for them to become the best possible dancer. One thing I really appreciate about Elena is mm-hmm. that she does. A lot of the kids do have aspirations to appear on TV and do some of these dance right. competition shows. She knows what it takes. She's done a really good job yeah. with Lev, and she's very savvy. So offering mm-hmm. the contemporary and offering ballet and things like that because they're going to need it if they are auditioning. Right, but it's not only about auditioning as well. It also can it, like it helps their ballroom dancing mm-hmm. and just overall, honestly, whatever you can take. I, I'm I'm such a pro. Uh, I, I, I feel like it's so important to not only be stuck in one type of dance genre, yeah. like whether it's just dancing or taking lessons or even watching videos or being inspired. There's so many, there's so much room to be inspired, you know what I mean, in other genres of dancing. And you can always bring that into your ballroom or bring that into your hip hop or bring that into your contemporary. It's all intertwined. Just slightly different you know what i mean since uh you know kiki and magda and cole um so you think you can dance ever is it on your radar season 16 is auditioning listen i I would love to it was actually one of the things that i really wanted to do before i went on mvp tour Mm -hmm. unfortunately it was there was a conflict in terms of dates um but now that I'm on Dancing with the Stars, there's just a bit of a, you know. It's a weird, yeah, can a your contract, would it allow? Yeah. 
But I've always listen. The thing is, I've been competing all my life, and I'm always so driven to compete. I, I'm still a competitor at heart. You know what I mean? I want to win. <laughs> I want to win something. I want to whether it's Dancing with the Stars. We have not had like, our official ballroom winner. Yeah, Benji Schwimmer, and he was on the show, and he uh-huh. said I was the first partner dance winner. He says he's not the first ballroom winner. That is what his claim is, and so we're waiting for the first <clears throat> official ballroom winner. Um, he's come close. Jensen he, Arnold yeah. came close. Right. I mean, we've gotten if, up to two. We need that one. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would love to do the show. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think possibly I could be one of the first winners as a ballroom dancer. If technically I would be allowed to, allowed to, to do it. the show and. That's something that I just need to discuss through, you know. You got to figure out. Because honestly, it that, out, that yeah. contract with BBC takes right. precedent over anything else. And that's the most important thing. So. It does. But I feel very confident. And I've been watching this show since forever. And again, training is something that I have never stopped since I was eight years old. Whether it's hip hop or contemporary or ballroom dancing. So, um, Do yeah. you tap? They've been asking Ooh, for tap this tap lately. Dancing. I know. Yikes. Maybe get into some tap classes. We found that last year in season 16. All of a sudden, they're like, everyone's tapping. What? Um, no, I know, right? Season 15. We're on season 16 now. I'm already getting jumping ahead of myself. But um, LA auditions are February 23rd here. I'm just throwing it out at Thank you in case you. it crosses Thank your you. mind. You. I just don't want to burn any bridges, and I don't want to do anyone wrong. You no, know you I mean? can't. I just got to gotta do the right thing. You know Always I mean? have to do the right thing by but your contract. But if you think about it, like, if we're just putting it out there. Um, if I do hypothetically speaking, we're only do talking so hypothetical. you, yeah, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> do so you think you could dance and do very, very well on so you think you could dance, and then after so you think you can dance, go on dancing with the stars. That's only more exposure to dancing that's with the right. stars. You know what I mean? Like, I mean that's logic, right? there. And there's a lot of crossover <laughs> there. We've seen a lot of so you think contestants wind up on Dancing with the Stars right. troop pro, but no, no one ever did it. Did the, the other reverse? Way. Oh, Kiki did. But he was not under contract with Dancing yeah. with the Stars at the time. So that's the thing. It's just papers, man. Ugh. These papers and legal <laughs> stuff. I, I know. I don't know. <laughs> However, it, it'll work out the way it's supposed to and, and everything else. So, And, and I, I'm trying to think what I would want to do if I knew for sure that I was going to make it in the top 10 of So You Think. Would I then step back from season 28 of Dancing with the Stars if that was a sure thing? Mm-hmm. That's a really tough decision, too. Because you're not guaranteed top 10 on So You Think You Can Dance. I mean, you're feeling confident. However, you never know how the judges are feeling because that's very subjective, as we very all know. Very subjective. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't know what Nigel's going to say. Never, no, no, yeah. Nigel. Mary Murphy will be in your corner, but Nigel will be like, I don't know if he's having a bad day. <laughs> Interesting. Some, yeah, yeah. Interesting things to think about, honestly. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's very open-ended, honestly. And that, this is the time, this is that buffering time right now that I have off-season to just kind of figure out myself and what I'm doing and trying to... You know, just make things happen. I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to get stuck in just doing little side gigs. You know what I mean? I want to do something bigger. And I want to contribute and I want to inspire and I want to be a part of something that will make me better and only the possibility to give back. You know what I mean? So 
if I could find that somehow and depending on whether it's so you think you could dance or whether it's some other shows I don't know we'll see World's it's best. World, it's, world it's, of dance. It's, it really is an open end. America's question, got so. talent. There's America's so much talent. out there. I don't know about America's got talent, but <laughs> they we'll do see. have dancers on there. Although yeah. the dancers, I don't think, wind up in the top spots as much as some of the other, you know, the right. singers yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, right. yeah. We'll see. Well, we're just throwing out all of these fantastic ideas. Can we talk about the project you were working on just yesterday? A and, bit? and today in the morning, you did obviously. Today? Yeah, we did okay. bright and early at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so this is good. I'm glad you were able to slide this in. But um, a little birdie sent me a tweet, not a tweet, a text yesterday, and was just talking about a bunch of very well known, so you think, and dancing with the stars faces are working on a project that I think is really interesting. And if I say dance at the gym, you say West Side Stories. Yes. Let's get it. Now, this is not, they are not cast in the Steven Spielberg yeah, no, film. No, no, no. So let let everyone it's just hear this. It's a passion project. Yeah, it's a passion project with, with an incredible cinematographer. Uh, and we're just recreating a couple scenes, one of them being that gymnasium scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Another scene that I'm going to be a part of is it's like that bleacher jet scene. Uh, I'm sure you assumed that I was a jet, not a shark. <laughs> well, he goes, what do you think I <laughs> am, a jet or a shark? And I go, you're a jet, because I would be a jet as well. But they originally contacted they you. They originally contacted me as a shark. I was like, guys, listen, I don't really feel like a shark. I watched the movie twice, <laughs> and I was doing my research, and I'm like scratching my head. I'm like, do you guys really want me to be a shark? You don't look like a Bernardo. You, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's... I look like a Vladislav Nikolaevich Kvartin. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and it's very, I mean, uh, the lines are drawn. It's West Side Story. We get this. So we get you as a Jet. Who are you Mm -hmm. dancing with? Who's your partner at Dance Uh, in the Gym? So her name is Rebecca. She's actually the the choreographer of everything. Yeah, so I'm actually one of the leading Jet dancers oh which is really exciting too fancy fancy schmancy <laughs> yes i won't we won't release the other names that's up to them to talk about right. the project um but i will say there's some really fun faces people who have been on this show um so i think look out for it because hopefully it'll be released at some point hopefully yeah, yeah, yeah uh we're taping it officially on sunday this following sunday right. um yeah very excited super excited i mean it's and it's very legit um uh, it's great. It's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. I love this because, uh, and, and I love that there's new eyeballs on the the property itself because Spielberg is doing a remake of right, it, and exactly. he announced some of his cast members yesterday. So, yep. a lot yeah. going on. A lot going on. Yeah. Are you rehearsing on. all this week too? We're rehearsing every day until Sunday. Yeah. It's um, it's a lot of work, but everybody's again. It's such a it's such a so many passions involved. You know what I mean? And it's and iconic. I've, and it's iconic, yeah. West Side Stories is beautiful, and I grew up in in New York, let's say, and I think that to be a part of such an iconic dance, theatrical, musical, you know, movie slash whatever, short movie <laughs> skit, um, it's awesome. It's great. I'm very excited. I love I'm very it. excited. I don't want to forget, I did have a fan question from DWTS Fanatic. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's see. She did ask about, did you ever consider auditioning for So You Think You Can Dance? Yes, I have. Yeah. Many times. Even prior but to moving. Even prior. Yeah, prior to. But unfortunately did not have the ability to. Okay, here. She, she has three questions. So I'm going to ask this one because I think it's a good one. Which of the ballroom and Latin styles do you love the most? Ballroom styles. 
Um, Ballroom and Latin, which either one. I mean, out of the dances, I would say rumba is my favorite dance. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a very sensual, sexy, passionate dance between a man and a woman. Um, yeah, and you, it really, it really gives me all the feels. You know what I mean? That's I don't good. feel when like when it's done well. It when looks it's really done well, especially when you like melt together as one. That's beautiful. That's yeah. that's just that's chill. Yeah, it's hot. It's, it's hot, hot when yeah, it's, it's done a really sexy well. Dance, it really is. Um, all about that. All <laughs> I about love that. it. All about that. I love it. Um, how did you find the Dancing with Stars fan base? They are passionate. <laughs> they are passionate people. Yes. They and they're very communicative. Do they talk to you a lot this season? Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, <laughs> sometimes I was like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of fan. You know, Dancing with the Stars fan groups out there um but yeah they're awesome they're honestly awesome and that's what keeps the show i feel like kind of going because of so many fans and so many beautiful people that are actually into the show and that are really pushing for the show to go as you know as long as possible yeah the twitter chatter is always good because (laughs) there's a lot of twitter chatter out there i mean i've i've experienced it for years because i've been covering the show since season 15 Uh wow i've seen all sides of it honestly and i will tell you that season 18 (laughs) still rings as the season where i blocked the most dancing with the stars fans yes Yes. okay if we're talking yes there's a few of them that i definitely had to get like blocked completely yep uh But, but it's a learning curve, I think, also in in, in um, expressing your opinions and then also working with social media correctly. And I think that's we. It's a learning curve for all of us. And uh, mm-hmm. season eighteen was it was the Max and Merrill season, yes. <laughs> and Derek and Amy and everyone was in different camps and different uh-huh. corners. And if I said, I think. Derek and Amy did better this week, or I think Max and Merrill did uh-huh. better this week. I, you would get ah! yeah attacked. Yeah, attacked. it's crazy. Attacked. Yeah, it's but and this year I said something about Tanache, and some people just were after me, and I thought y'all didn't oh. understand what I was saying. What, but what, what did you say? Uh, you know, it was the week she got voted off, and so. I think a lot of people felt that the female contestants were attacked this season, Mm -hmm. but I also felt, conversely, in playing devil's advocate, I also thought that a lot of the female pros had really stepped up their choreography this season. Yeah. And so you have two things working against each other, uh, but people were just upset that Tinashe was voted off, and I think that was, maybe I spoke probably in the heat of of their emotion right. and their moment of being really disappointed that she was off the show because I'd love Tanache on the show and I Brandon was yeah, killing yeah. it with her. Um, but I'm not sure all the Tanache fans were there to vote and that's that's the thing. Bobby Bones was on his... And this... And this we, as we go forward to the finale... Bobby Bones was able to be on that on his radio show every day and say, this is how you vote. Can you vote for me? He changed the game in terms smart. of voting. So when you don't yeah. have that same demographic um, demographic, demographic and, or and, outlet right you have a radio show that goes out to millions right. um and also tanache's dem- like again it's demographics you know what i mean you're looking at the people that are watching dancing with the stars and ultimately it's not tanache's fan base you know what i mean she's doing rent and, and let me tell all, you the she's thing gonna is be she, amazing she's awesome awesome and she like her I, first of all i was the, i was most excited to meet her on the show because i i listen to her music and i'm a big fan of her music and her dancing is incredible um but yeah it, again that's the name of the game and it's just like who is able to not only be a great dancer or 
try to be the best dancer that they could possibly be, but also have America fall in love with you. You know what I mean? And it's a, comp- it's just like these two elements that you need to really fuse together. And I think Bobby Bones did an incredible job with that. And he's one of the best entertainers on that show, I would say. Yep. Yeah. And people voted for him because there's a fan base that loved him. So, but it was interesting when I stepped right. into it. Right. I hadn't stepped into something in a while, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." Um, but it, it was it was an interesting. You you realize you know there's there's different camps and people perceive things differently. And right. there are two. There's not only two sides to the story. There's also kind of the truth that lies in the middle too. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, it is. So I'm sure you've you've felt that over the season Definitely too. You're it. just yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, but it was awesome, though. It was so cool. It was just, like, being able to see so many different types, so in so many different types of styles of dancing and personalities, you know what I mean? We have Juan Pablo, who was just, like, this macho, you know, pure Argentine dancer that produced one of the best tangos of ever on the show. I'm like, wow, that's incredible. You know what I mean? Like, you think that... Out of the dancing, that's something that you would be, you know, voting for. But then it's also, was he willing to open up as a person? He opened up the last week he was there. That's what I felt. He did. Yeah, and he did. And And I said he he needed it one week earlier. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And that's the name of the game. That's the animal. And it's like, you just got to, and coming back to to Nashi, it's like, you know, she was also a little bit closed, even though she was such an incredible dancer. Like, mm-hmm. you have a lot of potentially great dancer, but are they willing to be vulnerable? Are they willing to show America something more than just a dance move? I know. And that that's the interesting sort of dilemma and I think discussion that goes on with Dancing with the Stars because right. some people are there for the great dancing, the great dancing and yes. some people are there for the journey. And they're two different things. Uh, sometimes they overlap and I think sometimes that they don't. And that's where I, it was interesting with season 27 right. how we had such a big discussion with it. But I think it. they did such an incredible job, though, with that because they have a great balance between pro numbers, the opening numbers, the finale. You know what I mean? Like that's so guest much artists, con- you guys Guest the, artists. Yep. Yeah, and we're all supporting that. But then you also have the entertain the other side of it, the emotional and the you know the personality aspect of the show, which comes from the celebrities on top of the dancing that they do. So honestly, I think it's perfect. I think the format is great, and I think you know. But to each his own, and. Yeah, and I always say, you know what, if you're looking just for, like, the spectacular dancing and the high level of technique, there's World of Dance. And there's World of Dance, <laughs> And there's yeah. So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> and uh, But a very different premise, too, of course, right. because you're looking at pro dancers versus celebrity dancers. Right, and, absolutely. Yeah, but it's this, it's funny. It's this dilemma that we sort of, or discussion we keep coming back to over and over again. Mm-hmm. And um, people all view it very differently. And that's what makes it America. That's what makes it America. <laughs> that's what makes God it bless. America. Exactly. God bless. <laughs> well, we are running out of time, but this was a great hour. I appreciate getting to know you, you and learning a little Absolutely. bit more about you. And uh, of course, and thank you for having me. Listen, this was my first interview. That's you awesome. Did great. Let's go. We survived. We survived. Yeah, we made it happen. <laughs> and um, looking forward to all the next steps, whether that's. Dancing with the Stars, so you think you can dance, World of Dance, whatever that. Stay tuned. Something we don't even know is happening yet. <laughs> you tuned. never know. Where can everyone follow you on social media? Uh, at Vlad Kvarn. That is really easy. Twitter, Vlad, Instagram. Twitter, Instagram. 
That's you got it. it all. I got it all. Fantastic. All Simple. right. Thank Easy. you so much. Thank you. All right, you guys, we will be back next week. Same time, same place. I'll be announcing the guest a little later on this week. Thank you to Dance Network and, of course, Popcorn Talk for presenting To The Point. See you all next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>